clothes are an extension of our identity. They're sending messages to ourselves. They're sending messages to to other people. So if you're freaking out about in your closet, not knowing what to wear that day, it is not a vain, superficial thing. It is a misalignment with what you're feeling inside to what's going on in your closet. So that's my number one message is stop beating yourself up for clothes because it's not clothes. Welcome to the Bombshell Business Podcast, where driven women in business learn how to become more bold, brave, and unwaveringly confident. Feel empowered and challenged through inspiring stories and tell it like it is advice for business, life, and leadership. Welcome or welcome back to the Bombshell Business Podcast. I'm your host, Amber Hurdle, and I love our topic today. Anybody who knows me knows that I love fashion. Anybody who knows me knows that I think personal branding is an essential part of any human being's existence. And when you put those two things together, my heart sings. So I am pretty pumped to tell you about my guest today. Melanie Lippman is a New York-based image consultant and personal branding expert who helps ambitious, high-powered women like you in male-dominated fields use style to communicate confidence, build connections, and achieve next-level visibility. Combining her image and color consulting degrees from Fashion Institute of Technology with her experience in design and sales strategy with Marie Claire, Saks Fifth Avenue, and Neiman Marcus, Melanie helps women worldwide define their personal brand, making them instantly recognizable, memorable, and viewed as a leader. All so many words in there, confidence, leader, male-dominated fields, high-power women, Melanie, you're a bombshell. Welcome to the Bombshell Business Podcast. Thank you for having me. (laughs) This is going to be an amazing episode. And I want to go in the Wayback Machine. This isn't anything in the prep docs or anything that we had going between us. But um, I saw on your website that you actually have been doing this since you were a little girl. So can you take us back to your parents' shop and just kind of give us that like, foundational, this is how it all began kind of thing? Absolutely. So most of my clients come to me and they say, I'm not born with a fashion gene. This is like so not my thing. And I'm like, I was. (laughs) I literally was born. I was the little girl in the playpen. My family owns an accessory store. And I just grew up being surrounded by women coming in looking for earrings or looking for the right necklace and looking for all of the things. And I loved it. And what, but what I was shown at a really young age, and I think when I was 10, it kind of clicked that if a woman felt good in what she was wearing, she would go to anything. Yeah. She did not feel good in what she was wearing. She could make an excuse to not show up. Mm -hmm. And I just loved when, oh, giving that confidence to women and just making it easy. I remember when I was, um, I think that's, this is when it really dived into me. A woman came into my mom's store. She was finishing her round of chemo and she had to go to her son's wedding. And all of the feels came up. She's mm. like, my hair doesn't look the way that I want it to. I don't look the way that I want to. And my husband's new wife is going to be there. Mm. Like, And she was like telling me she didn't want to go. And I'm like, you don't want to go to your son's wedding? And with her finding her pair of earrings to go with her dress. We even kind of switched the shoes on what she was wearing. She went from like walking in that store feeling defeated to walking out and being excited to go to the thing. 
And this was such an early lesson that I learned myself and I keep learning time and time again through my own stuff and my client stuff. It's more than clothes. It is. <laughs> it's an expression. And like, that's what I say. It's like, well, I don't know what costume I want to wear for that scene. Like, that's kind of how I see it is like, okay, well, this event is this. And so I want to show up with this outfit that's an expression of me but also appropriate for the theme or the occasion mm -hmm. and like that matters to me so yeah i'm gonna have two suitcases when i travel because i might wake up and feel like i want to be a different person that day mm -hmm. that's me now some people have their style and this is what they do and they have this look but me i have like different sides of me i like to express and if i don't have that opportunity and i feel stuck like i have to wear this because that's all i packed now i'm cranky and i'm going shopping in whatever city i'm in Mm -hmm. It's like the pe the penguin suit, like, you know, like you right. wear like their own tuxedo. But what I always tell my clients is clothes are an extension of our identity. Yeah. They're sending messages to ourselves. They're sending messages to, to other people. So if you're freaking out about in your closet, not knowing what to wear that day, it is not a vain, superficial thing. It is a misalignment with what you're feeling inside to what's going on in your closet. So that's my number one message is stop beating yourself up for clothes because it's not clothes. It's not clothes. No, it is like I I put three different shirts on this morning before I landed on this one. I'm not even sure how I feel about this in the frame, but it's like it is. It's like, well, what does this say about me? When somebody looks at this, if they land on a thumbnail, they're immediately evaluating you and they're immediately evaluating me. And it's based on all of the visual elements that are happening right now, your outfit, my outfit, my background, your background, all of it sends mm -hmm. messages. So what messages are we sending? Mm -hmm. Let's let's go there. So we both tend to work in male dominated industries. And, um, and there is this idea that we have to become more masculine in order to hang. And I'm like, No, I'm kind of a I'm a bad mamma jamma bombshell and I'm going to show up with all of my feminine energy in the power that exists in that context. And then you can adapt. Mm -hmm. I'm adapting to your masculine energy. You mm -hmm. can adapt to my feminine energy and I am equally, if not more powerful than you. Mm -hmm. So let's do this. Yeah. And that's the thing is as women, we are all kind of being shown that we need to make other people feel more comfortable as opposed to <laughs> uncomfortable. And so there's a lot of what that plays a role in our clothing as well. That's why we ask other people's opinions. That's why we ask other people what they're wearing to certain situations. That's yeah. why we try to, you know, when I ask my clients what, how they want to feel when, when, or look when they walk into a room, what's their first impression? It always has to do with intelligence or confidence or, um, that I deserve to be there. And I'm like, lady, you deserve to be there. You don't stop feeling the need to prove <laughs> like that. Let's take that out of the equation because you are not sitting at that table because someone gifted it to you by chance. Sure. And that's where a lot of this comes from, especially the wearing the armor is what I tell my clients when you're putting that black blazer on or all those things to seem appropriate. You already deserved your seat there. They're concerned that if they draw too much attention to themselves, I hate talking about imposter syndrome, but I have to, mm -hmm. that someone's going to notice that maybe they're not perfect and therefore kick them out of the room. And, and see, I feel the opposite. I feel like if you come in with a little something, something, you're showing that you stand solid in your own personal identity mm -hmm. and don't need external validation. Like, if you don't mm -hmm. like my outfit, don't look at me. Bye. There's other people in this room I can talk to. Exactly. And that's that mental shift that I have to do with my clients 
is yeah. going in with that fear of someone that someone may think that you're different and notice that you're different to actually, I am so happy that you are not my person and you don't like my hot pink blazer <laughs> and it is offending you. So you go and stand on the other side of the room. Because Thank you why- for self-identifying that I don't need you in my life. Exactly. Why do I do the dumb 15 minute conversation with you and realize that we're not aligned? Like just show <laughs> you don't like hot pink leopard. Cool. <laughs> right. Right. But there, yeah. There's so much. And I know this because this is a lot of the things that I went through working in a male dominated field, being the youngest person in my position that I just crave so much to be liked. Mm. And the fear of someone not accepting what I was wearing was so detrimental to me until like I realized, why do I care? Like, <laughs> like yeah. why? Like, I, I'm good at my job. I'm, I'm hired actually to offer a different opinion than people. Like mm. I was selling very, very expensive jewelry to Neiman Marcus and Saks Fifth Avenue and Harrods and all of those things. They didn't hire another suit to do this job. They hired right. me that is like this young whippersnapper from New York that is going to have a different opinion and bring something different. So let's start embracing what our differences is and the value that we could bring as opposed to being so afraid and looking around and saying I'm different. Yeah. So what do you do when a high powered professional woman comes to you and she is just married to her Hillary Clinton pantsuit? Like, that's just like, that's what she thinks she has to wear to be taken seriously. And I'm like, I'm not making any comments about Hillary Clinton. Let's not even get into politics or anything. That is a high powered woman who is highly accomplished, probably one of the most accomplished women, whether you like her or not, probably one of the most accomplished women in recent history also still felt like she had to have that power suit thing. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, that's part of what lost the election. So, Mm -hmm. um, Again, not making any statements on if I voted for her or not. I just, as a PR person, I'm like, eh, well, kind of out of touch there. That could be part of it. So mm-hmm. sorry for the long lead on the question. The question is, let me dig it out of here. Um, when that woman comes to you, how do you, is it a process of, let me show you some other options and buy them into that? Or do you have to get into their mind first? What's that process? My work is 75% mindset and 25% close. Yeah. <laughs> Close with the end result. It's so often is like my clients want because they're type A, they're like, what are we doing next week? What are we doing this week? What are we doing this? What are we talking about on the mindset call? I'm like, stop controlling the mindset call. Like, <laughs> it's typically we lean into what they feel the most resistance because I tell them you can't have one foot on the gas and one foot on the brake. Yeah. You can't say that you want to show up and have an impact, but you want to look like everyone else. Like right. you can't do speak out of both sides of your mouth. So one of the the first steps that we do is we decide in advance that whatever their big audacious goal that's happening five years from now, two years from now, whatever the question mark number is, is we're sitting at a table and we're talking about it. And then really diving deep into what that person feels like, what she's wearing. Because as women, we lean so much into scarcity. We're just like, what if, what if, what if? So I take scarcity out of the equation. I'm like, we're going to check her behind. She's she's helping us in situ- certain situations, but we're deciding in advance. And I want you to define that person and what makes her feel powerful, what, me- what makes her feel confident, what helps her show up and do the things that she needs to do. And then we start um, attaching the tangible things to it. Like, what are the colors she's wearing? What are the fits she's wearing? You know, what are what are certain of her power pieces? Um and throughout this whole entire process, and this is why I became a trained neuro coach, 
stuff is going to come up. And the things that are coming up are actually things that we need to look into and really figure out where they're coming from. Because what most people don't realize is stuff from our childhood affects the way that we show up time and time again. And unless we address it, we're going to keep bumping up against it. So we really need to really figure out where some of those thoughts are coming from. And if they're our own or if they're someone else's that have been brought to us. Oh, man. I mean, like we kind of do the same work, but just in different ways with different outcomes. It's Mm -hmm. um, it is so much mindset and it is so much replacing those voices that maybe came from difficult relationships with parents or a mean coach or you know, a a babysitter or even a sibling or a bad boyfriend or a bad girlfriend or like all those things. And they all jumble up in our brain where we can't even find our own voice or our own way. And I love that, like, you know, I joke that we sell branding, but we deliver confidence. Like all we're doing is helping you define and position your value. Like that's it. And once you have that in place, then then you can promote whether it's your opportunity as an employer or your product or service or you as an individual and the value that you bring to a situation. Um, When you have that, then you can confidently promote that. You're not hiding it. You're not like, oh, well, I'm not good enough. Like, And I feel like that's what you do, only you use the vehicle of clothes where I use the vehicle of like, you know, a total brand or whatever. Absolutely. And that's and that's the thing is that because I tell people what I do and it's 100 percent, you know, what you do is I help what's on the inside come out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, in such a wonderful <laughs> way. <laughs> so let's talk about, too, you know, I've in my previous roles, I've supported executives. I would get tapped and be like, here's your project. Here's this VP. Here's what you need to do. Or I'll get called into an organization and be like, I need you to get this person on track to realizing their best self and their best um, contributions. And sometimes it's, hey, this person is sloppy or frumpy and we got to work on that. Mm -hmm. So when you go into an environment where somebody's not presenting themselves in a way that positions them and other people don't take them seriously because how they show up, whether it's just Let's go there. What are the what are the key things that you see that inhibit a professional woman from being taken seriously at work through her fashion? Typically, it's that she doesn't have a clear idea of what her style is. So she's relying on trial and error. Hmm. And a lot of that has to do with that disconnect. Of, this shouldn't matter. Like most people that like, let's say a law firm hires me or someone hires me, I'll have to have this conversation. And it's like, they're going to war with me. This shouldn't matter. And I'm like, listen, I'm the first person to say this shouldn't matter. Like, I'm not, I'm not here to tell you, like, you know what? If you just put on a St. John or Chanel suit, everyone take you seriously. This shouldn't matter. But guess what? It does. Just how we started this conversation, say people are drawing opinions. People, your clothes speak before you do. So don't take yourself out of the equation. And what I want to do is make this easy for you. So you feel like, I don't know what to wear or you may tell me this shouldn't matter, but then you're also saying I went to a conference and I panic shopped or it took me 75 minutes to try to figure out what I'm wearing to this black tie gala thing. All I'm doing is creating a framework and a system. So you'd have to stop reinventing the wheel every time you need to get over things. So it's not, yes, it could be fashion and it could be showing up more polished and prints, but it's also like you have your own branding. 
Like it's like, yeah. let's figure this out once and for all. So it stops being trial and error. So you stop feeling that like you're a little bit frumpy or a little bit off. Let's figure out what, you know, polished you shows up as and how to make it easy for that to happen. So it doesn't feel like it's frivolous and it's taking too long. Let's make it easy. Yeah. Yeah. So once they unlock that and they get it, how does that impact their leadership, their ability to influence at work? It's like night and day. One of my clients literally just told me she lives in a small town and that was actually coming up and how she was showing up. Because she's like, it's just here. It's just here. Like every single situation, well, I'm just going out here. I'm just going to the supermarket here. And she was downplaying how she was showing up. She literally on our last call is like, I'm moving. I'm moving to Nashville. Like, like <laughs> this place, I've outgrown where I live. Yeah. Like th- this is this is unlocking what's possible for people. This yeah. is helping someone saying this corporate job doesn't work for me anymore, but I'm going to go and le- do something else. This is it's really unleashing what's inside of you, what's been itching at you. And it is one of, you know, another client two weeks ago wrote me. She got passed up for an SVP position. And they said because she's not showing up in leadership meetings, feeling confident or seeming confident. And in her mind, she's like, I know because I keep second guessing what I'm wearing. So but guess what? I got the email. I got the job like they they just promoted me. That stuff, it's a shift because when when my clients and I talk about, you know, that woman that we all see that walks in the room and we're all kind of stop what what she's what we're doing and we go and see what she's wearing and we look at her, we notice what she's wearing. But ultimately, we notice in the confidence that she's wearing it. Babe. Okay. So sorry, I just called you babe. Y'all, this is this is how I talk to my my close girlfriends and I'm already falling in love with this woman. Okay. So um, the bombshell businesswoman opens with saying, you know, bombshell is this word that men use to describe a woman that turns heads. But when a woman walks into a room and she turns heads, is it because she's strikingly beautiful or is it because she's walking in with a refreshing confidence and people are attracted to that confidence, not necessarily her physical appearance, but what's exuding from the inside out. That is what a bombshell is. You just named it. And I apologize again for calling you, babe. (laughs) No, but because it's interesting, because when we break down, like one of my clients was telling me what this a partner in her firm was wearing, and she literally was explaining she was wearing jeans and a T-shirt and sneakers. But it was the fact that she walked into this high powered office with the audacity to wear jeans and power to sneakers. And that she wasn't second guessing herself that this woman had so much awe. She she walked in here and can you believe that she was wearing it? And that's what we all want. We want the ability to walk into a room like we a million and one percent to be there and not second guessing ourselves. And it doesn't matter what we have on because we deserve to be there. Right. Right. I love it. I love it. Love it. Okay. So let's talk about style. This is interesting because I've worked with a lot of stylists. I completely understand vertical proportions. Like I know to dress my body for my, and I've kind of always known to dress my body for my body. My body's shaped a little weird, not bad, perfectly, fearfully, wonderfully made, but like how clothes are designed and how my body's designed don't always line up. So I'm not like a boutique shopper, like take something off the rack and I know it's going to work for me because it's a medium or a small, like that's just not how it works for me. But I know to dress my body and not dress for whatever the, you know, trend is. That said, 
no stylist has ever been able to tell me what my style is. Like close is like you have a classic style with like a sexy sophistication is about as close as I got to a definition. So how do you look at a woman and say, okay, I'm going to make your life easier. Here's your style. Stay in this world. And you will always feel good about yourself. That's the problem. You want someone else to tell you what it is. Yeah, I think I like I know. I just don't know how to put the proper like to bucket it like this version that I fit in like. So I do the complete opposite. And it's funny because everyone just wants the answer how we started this conversation before we (laughs) record is, you know, I want my business coach to tell me how to build my business. And she is like, "Mm -mm, let me give you the tools to unlock it for yourself. It's the same thing. So the process that I take my clients through is a um, a self-identity process to actually give them the words and the feelings and the sensations that they want to feel to feel confident in their clothes and then the tangible things that are attached to it because there's no one size fits all. There's no like, I mean, every single one of my clients, especially ones that are attorneys or CPAs are like, classic. And I'm like, okay, we're going to take classic out of the mix. Yeah. (laughs) But when you're talking about the cut and like you're trying to communicate to somebody else, it's like, I fit, I fit classic cuts better. Like that's a better fit for my body. Like the language maybe is that... So what we do is two things. So it's how to self-identify what your actual style is. And what I tell people what style is, is what makes you deep down feel confident. Stop using these influencer terms. Don't look like them and no one else does. But really understand what deep down makes you feel lit up and the messages you want your clothes to send. So like some of my clients will have like, I want to be magnetic. And the way that we do that is by tapping into what your values are and how they align with you. So it's like, ooh, I want... I want to be magnetic or I want um, to be approachable, yet I need to be powerful. So it's really kind of thinking like, what, how do I need to feel and how do I want to look? So that's the one aspect to it. Then the other aspect to it is then really uh, unlocking how to dress to flatter your body type. So you don't get taken up by the trends. You may be like, oh, here's the trends. Oh, that's never going to look good on me. This is why. But that specific pair of pants actually would. So it's knowing the tangible things to how to fit your body. And then what I say to my clients is then I'll teach you how to speak fashion. Because like I went to fashion school and there's some things I'm like, I don't even know what that what that neckline is like. It's like, here are the words so you could actually articulate to someone in the store because when you go shopping, someone's always trying to sell you something. Mm-hmm. But you could say, I don't really like that, but this is actually what I'm looking for. And maybe it's a peplum top. Maybe it is, I need an A-line thing. Or maybe it's, and there's so much nuance to clothes. It's knowing like where um, a sleeve is going to, where it hits you is where it's drawing attention to your boob or your waistline or your shoulder. So it's knowing actually where things are supposed to hit you. So you're like, that works, that doesn't work. And this is the challenge with getting dressed is no one ever told us how things are supposed to look on us. So it's this big question mark. And it's like, we're circling the airport, we're circling the airport. And then you like, throw, none of this makes sense. I'm done. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Cause you don't know what to focus on. So yeah. I like provide you, this is what we're focusing on. This is what to look for. This is what to avoid. Yeah. I love it. So good. And, and like, you know, just in general, whether it's life or business or clothes for me if it's not a hell yes it's a hell no like this mm-hmm. is just how it is like i will hold something up the store and, and like kind of be squinting my eyes at it and be like i don't love that it goes back like it's not, it doesn't do anything for me mm-hmm. why are you even looking at that put it yeah, back you, we, we all 
because it's not like if you don't buy it, you got nothing to wear. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It I have things I know thing work. Elevating your wardrobe. If it's if it's not a hell yes, you probably already have ten of the non hell yeses in your closet already. <laughs> we are creatures of habit. <laughs> I just pulled out a bunch of stuff from my closet, stuff with tags on, and I'm like, ah, it's not. Why did I get that? I don't know. So, um, okay. So, if, so now we know, like. We have a personal style. It starts from within. It's really about how do we want to feel the message that we want to send. And then we start looking at the cuts and how that works with our particular body type. And then we start assigning that's a Henley, that's a A-frame, that's an Empire Waist, whatever these work, these don't. So we get that understanding. And then what about, what about when we don't get it right? Like, to me, it hurts my brain to think that a woman will stay at home instead of going to something because she just doesn't feel good in what she's wearing. How often does that happen and how do you help people overcome that? More than you know. Like I literally will have someone on Instagram write me like 7,000 messages and they're like, I, they'll say, I, I didn't go to something last night. And then it, then it's, and then I'm like, okay, we need to stop that. And, and then of course, like five minutes, it's like, I think I'm going to wait on doing this. I'm like, how long wait? What is passing you by? And that is what you intentionally pass by. What are the things that people are like kind of circling saying, do you want to go to this? Do you not like, and they're reading you and they're like, well, obviously she doesn't want to go. So I'm not going to invite her sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And what I the, one of the biggest disconnects that we don't realize when we're going to get dressed and when it's hard is it has to do with knowing how to put an outfit together. So yes, you need to know what flatters you and what your style is, but if you don't have a few things that you can put together so it's easy to put together an outfit, that's when it feels like a closet full of clothes and nothing to wear. So it's knowing proportionally how to actually put the things on your body so it is an outfit and it doesn't feel frumpy. Because that's what, and what I always find is, you know how like we put something on, we take it off, we put something on, we take it off. There's actually a rule that you could actually put in place to know what to do with the thing that you don't love. Maybe it's tucking it in, maybe it's layering it, maybe it's switching the shoe. Like if you know what are the two or three things to focus on to take this like mediocre outfit and make it fabulous, you, again, you you have something to hold on to and grasp as opposed to feeling like you're just not good on this and then you want to give up and throw it all in. So it's yeah. just really knowing what are the two or three outfit combinations that you could put together so that though it can be easy as opposed to just feeling like so overwhelming and you decide not to go. Yeah. But even like as a younger girl or as a teenager, like I would have little mini fashion shows where I just started like I would take my sister's clothes out of her side of the closet and I would like, you know, just change things out and be like, okay, that's an outfit right there. And then like, oh, that would be cute for this over there. And I'm 43 years old and I still do that. Like when I kind of get bored with my stuff, I start swapping things around in front of the mirror by myself. And then when game day comes, like you put on your uniform, like it just, do women not do that? Do they not like kind of play in their own closet? Because it's their hell. Oh, okay. (laughs) I'd rather rather scrub a toilet than do that. But it's also, it's not something that they feel like they're good at. Uh So, and what ends up happening is what most women say to me is I bought how I I wear it as I was sold it. So it's like, I I bought the mannequin and that's the only way I knew how to wear it. And what I love showing them is like, guess what, girl, you have like 15 more outfits from those three pieces. Mm -hmm. And they're like, what? Because their knee jerk reaction is, Colorful top, black pants, uh-huh. black pants, colorful top. And then I'm like, do you know that you could actually put green and purple together and it's beautiful and I, I'm allowed to do that? I'm oh like, my God. <laughs> allowed? 
provide you the permission slip, but it's this idea of doing it wrong. So when they know a few different ways to do it right and create an outfit, it's very free freeing and it actually ends up being fun as opposed to being like, I don't even know where to start. Yeah. So if you were to, any of our listeners, you know, if they're like, you know what, I really want to do something about this right now. Like I have, I hear you, I have avoided networking events, galas, weddings, things, because I don't feel good in what I'm wearing, or I don't know how to put an outfit together. I know that I'm missing opportunities at work. Like, okay, I'm I'm with you, Melanie. I'm going to play in my closet, or I'm going to do something. This is before they hire you. What would you recommend they do as a first step to start like getting comfortable with their own style and expressing themselves through fashion? get rid of any single thing in their closet that no longer serves them. That That is a past version of themselves. Cause we hold as women, we like to be prepared. It's like, we're getting the Girl Scout badge, most prepared. Like you could go in the wilderness. You are not going a wilderness with a sequent mini skirt. It is not serving you. That's right. So anything that is like, like your law school blazer or like your college t-shirt with holes, the dress that like you wore to your prom, the things you don't fit in. Yeah, I'm not saying you need to get rid of them if you have an emotional attachment, but they need to leave the headspace and the area of where you're looking to get dressed each day because you were living with a false set of options. Yeah. So you're going through 15 pairs of pants to find the one that fits you. Why are you doing that to yourself? Because that's burdensome and heartbreaking <laughs> and demoralizing. You know, it's it's funny because I'm big on environments, on on the environment of like aesthetically your surroundings, you know, interior design, on the flow of your office, on the flow and efficiency of your kitchen. Like I'm just big on environments. Is this an environment that like I want to feel calm and easygoing or do I need to feel high energy? And I guess the way that I look at it is because a friend was joking with me and he was like, um, I don't even remember what he said, but he was like, oh, you're dressing to impress whoever's in that room. I'm like, when I leave my house, I am the environment. This is the environment. I am producing my environment. This is me going into the world in my environment. And my environment has to be right for me and how I want to feel just like my home or my kitchen or my work environment. To me, that's so important to like own that this is a representation a visual representation of what i want you to experience of me mm -hmm. that's that ladies i'm just telling you right now you you write in you say i wish i was as confident as you and like I, this is not like a i have insecurities i cry i probably cried three times last week i thought it was a total loser failure i was behind i just felt overwhelmed like i have the same insecurities but when you build environments that are supportive of the person you want to become and to Melanie's point, not the person you used to be like, let go of that. If that was a dress that you wore on vacation with your ex-husband, burn it, get it out of there. It doesn't make you feel good that every time you look at that dress, you remind you're reminded that you're rejected. Get out. It doesn't need to be there. Go get the new version of a dress for you to go wear somewhere. Like seriously. Okay. Off my diatribe. Any other before we move on to my last question, is there anything else that a bombshell who really wants to feel confident every day, anything she needs to know from your sweet world before they go to your website and hire you? <laughs> she needs to learn to do this for herself. Yeah. Every single thing that is shown and it breaks my heart. Like, I mean, like I, I studied image consulting. I studied to be a stylist, but 
this industry, I mean, I grew up in the fashion industry. All of these things are created to make women feel small, less than, and keep them that they have an addictive relationship with always getting help, always asking someone what they think, always saying, does this pants make my butt look big? You need to learn to do this for yourself because you are always going to be chasing the carrot, if Mm. not. So it's really just figure, and it's not hard, I promise you. Like I have a program, it's five weeks and you learn it and it's done and you learn it for life. Like it just, it's so easy, but we make it so complicated and we spend so much money and all of the things. So just learn to do this for yourself. For sure. Yeah, you have all kinds of good stuff on your website. So we'll we'll get to all of that. But before we find out where we can find you online, um, what is that parting piece of advice? That parting like, this isn't just fashion advice. This is life advice from Melanie that that a bombshell, a bold, brave, unwaveringly confident woman, not who doesn't fall down, but who gets back up when she does, that she needs to know to be successful with her personal brand and her confidence. I um, tell p- people before they start working with me to keep a note in their phone of when they're feeling resistance, when it comes to either going somewhere, trying something new, trying something on, and just take notes of it. Because there's going to be a pattern there. Yeah. <laughs> so sure. once you start learning what those patterns are, that's when you get to start really making some really big shifts. So if you notice it is going into a room with, and my clients, by the way, a lot of their most stressful situations are women's situations or non-work situations. It is going to the kid's birthday party filled with moms that don't work. So when you, any like figure out in your head when it feels hard and you don't want to go, just write the situation down. I'm not saying even to do anything with it, but you'll start realizing, you know what, this is an area that I need to focus on because I am being less than and playing small in this situation and I can do, do it better. I love it. Y'all, this woman. <laughs> Like, seriously, follow her, um, find her online. So first of all, you can go to Melanie Lipman with two Ps. Of course, this will be in the show notes. And then all of your social media handles would be found on the website as well. So you're on Instagram as Melanie Lipman. You're on LinkedIn and Bombshells and Bombshell Boys. We do business on LinkedIn. So please connect with her there. And then on Facebook, you have a group show up and be seen now. Can you tell mm-hmm. us a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. So just we're in there encouraging each other to get dressed every day, even if you're not leaving your house because yes. you are getting dressed for you and no one else. So stop making big and scary when you need to go do the important things and put your clothes on today. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I think that's a great place to end. Melanie, thank you so much for sharing like this is so important and I just so value that you don't keep it at the surface level that you are teaching women the importance of their own brand and and the the inside out transformation that, that can experience. I really appreciate you. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Sure. All right, bombshells. I told you this was, I was just going to, I was probably a little all over the place today because I just love this topic. And I believe as much as she does, I just don't do that for a living, but I'm 110% behind you getting into this and understanding it because like, you'll even see like women who have gone through transformations. They don't even look like the same person. Their skin doesn't look like the same. Nothing looks the same because they are a new person and it's showing externally. And so sometimes we have to just kind of jumpstart that a little bit. (laughs) 
And, um, and I really do hope that you'll follow Melanie on different social media channels and, and check out her, her group on Facebook, because this is a game changer. There is a reason why there are makeover shows, because when you feel good on the outside, it, it kind of like sets the, the tone for you to start being like, okay, maybe, maybe I can feel this way on the inside too. And then eventually it will be that inside out experience. So if you like this episode, please share it with a friend. I know you've got someone out there that can use this information. If you're watching on YouTube, give us a like, leave a comment, um, subscribe to whatever listening app that you use. I know so many of you are on um, Apple Podcasts and we appreciate that. Any type of feedback, ratings and reviews that you can give just helps other bombshells find this. And y'all know this is my love project. This is, I don't, I don't do commercials. I'm, this is just my gift to women because I'm a bombshell and I'm a CEO of a company and y'all it's hard and we need each other. So um, those requests are all just to help the visibility to help other women. And that is your job to do because I can't do it on my own. We have to do it together as a bombshell community. So with that, happy shopping, happy playing in your closet, happy getting dressed. And I will see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Bombshell Business Podcast. Visit AmberHurdle.com for more resources like show notes and check out the bombshellbusinesswoman.com to grab my book and download the free bonuses.